You're now listening to Empty Opinions with Eladi Polanco. Hey, hey, whoa, hey, buddy, different set. If you're watching this on video, you can tell something different. What's going on? Uh, Lil Tecca type beat 2019 x Lil Mosey type beat new drip produced by Dope Lord Mike. Dope Lord Mike. Yeah, I remember all the people telling me I wouldn't succeed. Now I'm out here singing cause I cannot sing. I'm out here rapping like Lil Tecca. So that bitch don't play with me, I don't take it. Yeah, I don't take no disrespect, that's what she said. But I really don't care what they're trying to do, what they're trying to be, who they're trying to please. All you bitches talking all that shit, yeah, talking all that shit, talking Spanish, just please talk in English. That's why the racist told the Mexican that was walking by the side of the house. The Mexican was like, What the fuck are you talking about? I'm talking to my friends and my mom. Yeah, yeah, you know I'm the bomb. Yeah, this flow's about to go off In this kind of song you gotta sing But I cannot sing, but fuck it, let's go I remember telling them They would never talk again What you thinking? You don't know Oh, they're thinking that I'm soft Yeah, they know that I'm not soft so that bitch should go off like a bomb I don't give a fuck, hey, listen to me Yeah, I will never fuck my friend's mom You know, if <laughs> I say that because like Somebody from Omarion's crew fucked his mom That shit was wild I ain't really gonna talk about it in the pod I'm just saying, boy That shit is so wild if you think about it That shit is so wild if you think about it If you don't, then that's fine I hope my lips ain't chapped, y'all Yeah, I remember they told me that I wouldn't be shit I don't know what they wanna do with me Oh wait, I think I caught a flow Oh no I think I'm out here losing control Alright, that was not a bad freestyle whatsoever Fuck this, right? Hello everybody and welcome back to Empty Opinions with Eladio Polanco My name is Eladio Polanco And if the audio and or video sound different it is because it is different. Um, you know, for some reason, I can never stay static when it comes to doing something creative. So I have to switch it up somehow. For this episode, I switched up the scenery. If you're watching on video, it looks, I think, much prettier, honestly. Uh, but if you're listening to the to this, the audio sounds a little less good because I am in a room with a lot of echo and I have no idea why. Listen to this. Echo. No, okay. I thought it was going to be more echo than that, but still. You know, you know, if you're listening in or watching, it sounds different. And if you don't like to change, I apologize to you. But hey, you know, in life, you got to accept change. You got to go along with the flow. You got to accept all that shit, if you know what I mean. I haven't used the soundboard in a really long time. Uh, and I don't remember what was the last. This was the last sound, I think. She belongs to the streets. Okay. That's <laughs> that's a good soundboard. I forgot I had that soundboard. Let's think about, let's see, um, oh, back when I did Pop Culture Popcorn, very loud and unpleasant sound when you try to shoot somebody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good joke. You know, I was in this, listen, this week I was talking to this girl and I tried to shoot my shot like, <laughs> that's that's good. Um, and she said yes. <gasps> yeah, isn't that crazy? All right. I don't know what I'm going to do with the soundboard. Like, I tried to use it. 
But I think when I'm talking with other people, it really focuses on conversation more than anything. I don't know. I'm going to try to fix something. I got to try to make the podcast as comfortable as possible. So there are going to be some changes. This ain't it, though. I was just trying it to see. It will probably be a cool, like, one-off episode. But as it stands, this is not going to be anything close to being permanent. And the reason I'm experimenting with different sets and shit is because... Um, it is cold as fuck now, and the basement is cold as fuck now. Uh, so, uh, in and also the heater makes this really annoying sound when we're in the basement that disrupts any type of recording. So that's also another reason why I kind of am moving. I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna do. You know, I, I I hope these mics have like what I want is to have these mics, but not on any mic stand. Like I want people to actually hold it and talk to it. But, you know, people are reckless with a mic anyway. So, uh, the only thing the only thing I'm thinking could work is right there. But people come up and down the steps so easily that I have no... Well, I pointed like anybody could see what I'm talking about. Near the steps, there's two chairs that makes for a perfect set, I think. But, I don't know. It's I think it's going to be an issue because, like I said, people come up and down there. I, you know what? I'll figure it out. I'll figure something out. I'll figure out a set or something that works i think maybe right there i'm gonna start doing it there only when i record though i'm gonna have it where it's like right there although it has to be permanent and my mom is gonna be mad if i start messing with the shit that she's you know what i'm getting too deep into it although this is what the purpose of this podcast is for me to talk about certain shit that um that has to do with whatever Th- yeah this podcast is in case you didn't know if you're listening to this this is empty impedance with a lot of people already introduced that this is a podcast where i just talk about literally anything that i want to usually personal stories in pop culture and try to make it as funny as possible shit might change you know what i mean sometimes like it might get deep and you might start crying you know that could happen but and yeah like i said sometimes i think about talk about personal stuff I try to talk about what's happening in my mind, and right now is figuring out where the fuck I'm going to record this damn podcast, because anywhere in this house seems not viable. Um, it's going to have to be my room. It's going to have to be, and, I, and I'm going to try to figure out something out for it to be my room, because, you know, anything else is not going to work. Um, but that's enough of, you know, shit you might not be interested in. And also, if you guys are listening to this on audio, right, please tell me if it sounds, if the echo is too annoying. Because to me it is, but I hope, but hopefully the echo isn't as noticeable after you record. Like once you once it gets published, it's not as bad. That's my hope, but you know, you never know. Um, okay, like as always, I have six topics to talk about for this episode to keep it mainstreamed or streamlined. The first thing I want to talk about is probably the biggest news in the hip hop world of this past week, and it actually started on Sunday night. Um, Drake got booed at Camp Flognaw, which is Tyler, the Creator's Festival. And here's a little background, right? So, you know, this is the eighth year of uh, Cam Flogno, Tyler, the Creator's um, Festival. <coughs> Sorry. It's the eighth year of, of Tyler, the Creator's uh, Festival, Cam Flogno, right? And um, he, every year, he has this thing, or I don't know if it's recent, but it, he does this thing where he says, surprise guests, where like, People don't know who is going to be. It's supposedly supposed to be a big artist. That's why it's like a secret to surprise the audience. Um, and every year, Tyler, the creator, promises that it's going to be... No, he doesn't promise. He doesn't promise anything. That's part of the problem. Tyler, the creator, never promises anything. He just says that there's going to be a secret guest. And every year, people assume it's going to be Frank Ocean for some reason. 
right? Um, however, right? Like that happens every year and they're always disappointed. And I think, you know, if you're a casual hip hop fan and hear about this news, you probably don't know that. So it probably comes as a, as a surprise why Drake got booed at Cam Flogno and I'm getting ahead of myself. So I'll, I'll go back. But so the secret, it's time for the secret guests, right? The first verse that comes out, I think, is ASAP Rocky. He invites ASAP Rocky. I think he's the first surprise guest. Then Tyler, the creator, brings out Lil Uzi Vert as another guest. And then he brings on the biggest artist of the decade, I think, Drake, brings on. And he starts doing songs and shit. And people slowly start to boo him because I think a lot of that audience was expecting Frank Ocean to show up after him. So it was like, get the fuck out of here. We want Frank. We don't want you, you fucking, you dweeb. Um, that's probably what they were <laughs> trying to say. But yeah, so they they're expecting Frank Ocean. And, but they're like not realizing that they have probably the biggest artist, one of the biggest hip-hop artists of all time, could probably go down as the greatest hip-hop artist of all time when it's all, when it's all said and done, right? But they are not thinking about that. All they're thinking about is the prospect of Frank Ocean coming on. Um, but, you know, those were bad expectations because as soon as Drake realizes that people are not wanting him on, he says, thank you guys, and walks off. And guess what? Nobody else shows up. They wasted an opportunity to appreciate one of the biggest artists of all time with Drake instead of, you know, they wasted that opportunity and instead one we're hoping we're rolling the dice that Frank Ocean was going to pop up and uh, nope, he never came. And that's my problem with this. They The reason they're booing is because they were just weren't expecting Drake. It's a thing of like expectations. But here's the thing. Why were you expecting Frank Ocean in the first place? He was never supposed to be there. They never said that. They never promised that. Nobody said Frank Ocean is coming. People have been expecting Frank Ocean to show up at this festival for the past like five years. And he never shows up. People always expect it's him and it's never him. So at a certain point, it's like insanity that these fans are still expecting Frank Ocean. Just let that shit go. And if he does come up, it will be a great surprise. But while he's not there and nobody's saying he's going to come, just give that shit up. What? Here's the other thing. I think another pro a problem I have with this, however, is the fact that J Tyler, the creator, does not say that Frank Ocean isn't coming. I feel like if he could, if he were to just make it obvious that, look, guys, just so you're not let down, it's not going to be Frank Ocean. If he says that, I don't even think Drake gets booed. I think all of this changes. But the fact that people were expecting Frank Ocean and the fact that Tyler, the creator, knows. Listen, every fucking body in the world knew that they were expecting Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean included, right? So then it's like, you know, if you know people are having that expectations, even though you didn't say anything, I don't know. I feel like you have a little bit of a responsibility to be like, hey, guys, Frank Ocean's not coming well ahead of time. So people don't hope that he's going to come because, you know, they're hoping that he's going to come and, you know, they're expecting him to show up as an artist. So if you run the festival, I guess that's the choice. You either build anticipation and, you know, hope, pray for not pray that it's not a letdown. But I don't know. I feel like you could moving on. I think he just should make it clear. Hey, Frank Ocean is not coming when he's not coming. But the problem is like. 
Yeah, I guess that could be a problem though, because if you want one year that he is coming and you say no, yeah, just fucking lie to people, and then one day surprise them and be like, hey, Frank Ocean's here, because they're not gonna be expecting. Just fucking lie to the audience. The moral of the story is, and I'm gonna do a moral of the story because you know I am a Charlemagne wannabe. The moral of the story is this: lie to your audience. <laughs> Just lie to them. Tell them Frank Ocean is never going to come. He's not coming this year. He's not coming next year. And surprise them. And then they'll be happy that you were lied to them. Nobody will be sad about that. You know what I mean? Um, maybe the people who didn't go because they thought he wasn't coming. And then he does come. And they're like, what? But who gives a fuck? That's a minority of, of a minority. Um, yeah, that's that thing with Drake. And I even talk about the fact that. You know, I feel like Drake getting booed itself probably what became such a big news story because it's Drake. Drake is one of the biggest artists right now out now. Like, who will boo a superstar like Drake? And I think it's actually that's why a lot of people are talking about it because it's like, how can you boo such a big artist? But I think and you don't see that often. Like, you don't hear like Taylor Swift getting booed. You don't hear about, uh, what's another big artist? Lady Gaga being booed. You know what I mean? Katy Perry. I don't even know if she's still relevant. My point is this. You never hear about superstars getting booed and Drake got booed. So I think that's why I made, like, national news. Um, but I don't know if that's the worst thing for these superstars. You know what I mean? Like, once in a while, like, even Drake said, I was like, I need a little bit of humility. Yes, you do. <laughs> he definitely does. Everything he wants goes his way, except for winning a uh, a rap battle. Instead of instead of winning a battle with Pusha T. But besides that, all he's been getting are W's. So, you know, one L is not going to hurt him that much. So, you know, I'm not saying I'm in support of people booing Drake. But I'm saying, hey, it's a lesson for everybody involved. And Drake probably needed that. And now he's going to make a great album because of it. Um, that's my prediction. Drake's new album is going to be fire. Or maybe next album, maybe not next album, because I think his next album is pretty much done. But another, the, the other album, another album, the album after the next one is probably gonna be gonna be extreme fire because now this is lighting a fire under his ass to make good music and make people not boo him anymore. Uh, that's my prediction with that. Um, yeah, and that's all I have to say about the Drake thing. Now I want to talk about another interesting thing that's happening that hasn't happened yet, but it will very soon. Instagram is removing the like button, and look. I was thinking about this. The first time I saw this news story, it was like, as it could happen as soon as next week. And I'm like, what the fuck kind of fake news shit is this? And then I went looking it up on myself because, you know, you should probably never trust anything you read on the internet. Um, so I went online looking for it and I saw uh, an article from Vanity, uh, Vanity Fair or just Vanity. I'm not sure, but they posted an article in their very uh, well-respected source, a reliable source. And I'm like, fuck. They're right. They're removing the like. And I'm like, fuck, they're really going to go through with this. And then I started to think, how is this going to impact people? I think, you know, at first it is going to impact the people who put a lot of effort into getting likes. You know what I mean? You know, and there's a lot of those people on Instagram. But and then there's people like celebrities that require likes to get a certain amount of, um, you know, deals and sponsorships. You know, like I hear Kim Kardashian gets paid like a million dollars per Instagram post. To advertise whatever you know what i mean so i guess likes are important in that way but as soon as they go away there's so many parts of instagram that can make you feel good about yourself that it's not gonna matter like as soon as the like button goes away the importance now is gonna be on instagram followers that's gonna be the importance how many followers do you have 
you know, that's really what's going to matter. And the likes are only going away for the public. It's not going away for you, which I think, you know, it's it's good, but it's still not going to make anybody feel cooler because think about it. If you have 200 followers on Instagram, right, and the likes are hidden, nobody is, and you start telling people, yo, I got 300 likes. Nobody's going to believe that shit because you have 200 followers. Like one-fifth of your following ends up liking your pictures, at most half. You know what I mean? So it's never, that's never gonna, you can't lie about likes regardless. I think that's what I'm saying. I don't think likes is likes going away is only going to matter in that first week. And then nobody's even going to think about it because it's going to move towards followers. That's what matters, followers. And I mean, you know, when you're making good content, at least when it comes to, you know, I feel like with this podcast, I'm going, I'm doing pretty good content. So I feel like it's actually going to be beneficial for the people who have don't have that many followers and the people who focus on likes. Now they can just focus on the content itself instead of seeing if everybody else loves this thing. And that means they have to like it. It does remove a little bit of a group mentality when it comes to that way. And then if you can look past the following and just look at the content for what it is, the picture, whatever, I think people, I think it that how people think of their posts is going to change. People are going to start posting more stuff that they like. That's true because, look, for example, me, my Instagram profile, there's certain pictures that I post that I can kind of tell are going to get a lot of likes because it's that kind of picture that I know people that follow me like to see. But then there's other pictures where I try to get more artsy and creative. They get like a fucking a, a, a tenth of the likes. So then I'm just like, what the fuck? Why don't people appreciate this beautiful picture? But now, it w- I mean, I'll still be able to see the likes, but I don't think it will really matter when you're looking at someone's profile. You just, yeah. Oh, man. I didn't realize the whole thing of Instagram, double tap has become synonymous with, oh, I mean, it's still going to be there, I guess, but it's not going to be public. Okay. Because I was, I was about to say, like, are they going to get rid of the double tap? That would destroy Instagram, probably. Um, but no, I think, um, yeah, I think now it, the removing the likes is only going to matter for like a week. And then after that is going to be... Um, just following, focusing on followers and impressions and all that shit. Uh, mainly, followers is going to be the last thing that's going to be noticeable from the outside for the public. And I think that's still a big deal to have, like, a lot of followers. You know what I mean? So I think it's not going to change much. It's changing one thing, you know. And I'm sure Instagram thought about all this. They're not going to remove something that's going to keep people like uh glued to their app you know what i mean like there's no way if they felt like removing the like is gonna make people not as obsessed with using instagram they're not gonna do it in the first place so i don't i don't think this is gonna hurt them at all really i think people are gonna get over it pretty quickly um therefore i don't think it's that big of a deal um all right moving on to like some personal stories yeah personal stories that's what that's why the people love, right? You guys, that's what the kind of content you're here for. To hear about my super interesting life. Um, no, so here's the thing, right? I feel like this is a thing everybody can relate to. Because, I mean, I'm sure everybody's had crushes in class. Look, this this is one of the best feelings of all time. Having a crush in your same group. Like, let's when they do group work, it could be middle school, high school, or even college. When you do, because, you know, almost every class that you were ever attended in your life does group work. So then let's say they do a group work and you get assigned to a girl that you have a crush on. That has to be one of the best feelings 
of all time. At least for me, that's an amazing feeling. It's like it almost feels like fate. Like you see it as fate. It's like, oh, yes, that's my fate. My fate is to be with this girl because we ended up in the same group and the odds of that are not likely. Um, and I think that's one of the greatest feelings to have and one of the, the coolest things to happen to somebody. And the reason I'm talking about it is because obviously it happened to me in one of my classes. Uh, it, it's funny because, you know, I talked about one crush. Imagine two crushes. Imagine you have, if you have two crushes and they're both in your group, that's even crazier. And that's what happened with me. I was, um, in this class and I got assigned to this group and two of the girls in my group I had, I have a crush on. Isn't that crazy? Like, I couldn't believe I was looking at, and one of them, one of them uh, sits, like, next to me, so I talk to her all the time, but the other one is kind of far, uh, but I've had, like, a bigger crush on that person. For some reason, I really wanted to say the name. I'm so fucking stupid. Imagine if I just say the name. You know what I mean? That's so stupid. I, there's no reason for me to say the name, and I keep wanting to. Like, I feel like I'm on a verge of saying the name, but I'm not. But anyways, like, you know, that girl that's sitting far from me, I haven't had a chance to talk to her at all. So being assigned to this group is great, right? Um, and I just think she's, like, beautiful. Like, she's my type of girl, I think. You know, in terms of height, body, face. Like, to me, it crosses, like, all of that. There's something about it, about her that's just, you know, like my type. You know, everybody has their type. You know, even uh, even Saweetie has her type. <laughs> she has a made a whole song about it. But anyways, um, yeah, that, you know, that's really all about this story. I just got assigned in the same group. But the thing about this, though, is that as much as I can get excited for this, it's most likely not going to lead anywhere because right now, I don't know if I've talked about this, but, but I am in a sabbatical of relationships, at least until I'm older. Uh, for now, every single woman that I meet, I would only, it would, I would only treat them and look to them as friends. Um, if you've been listening to what's been happening in my life in the past episodes, you would know that it is because, um, I used to think you can't be, I still kind of think you can't only be friends with a girl, but I will be so rash as to just, you know, end a friendship as soon as I see that it's not going anywhere because all I'm expecting is a relationship and not a friendship. So I've stopped that. And now, you know, to prevent myself from being like suffering through that kind of struggle, uh, I'm just going to be friends with every woman that I meet. I'm just going to be friendly with them and do stuff. And, you know, if something happens by itself, it happens. So, you know, you can't really stop life can't stop uh the vibe that you feel with somebody you know in the moments like you got the vibes you're feeling the vibes um <laughs> but yeah for now i'm gonna focus mostly on just keeping a friendship and then if it goes anywhere from that it goes somewhere but i'm not gonna think about oh what this could this could mean that we that she likes me and therefore we should be together no and even if i feel that way unless something happens i'm not gonna be be worrying about it so right now i'm just gonna be chilling on friendships and it's also because i feel like the kind of relationship i want the women that i like probably don't want that um i don't think any young girl or young woman uh excuse me young woman uh young bitch i'm sorry no no no. (laughs) it's a joke look guys 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 listen 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 i know look look i'm sorry it was a joke i did not mean i did not i know look I understand why 
you are this shock, but that was just a joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't feel like I don't feel like young women want that kind of serious relationship. But I think I've talked about this already. If I haven't here, I've done it in another podcast. It will be released soon. Who knows? But yeah, that's all I wanted to talk about. The fact that um, I got assigned to this group and two of the girls, two of the women, two of the women in this group, I have crushes on. Just an interesting turn of events. Um, all right, moving on to something else. This is something that happened to me recently that got me to think about this. And I think I have, I think I figured out what deja vu is. You know, how if you don't know what deja vu is, deja vu is uh, that feeling that you get when something, you, you, you're experiencing something and you feel like it's happened to you before. You're just like, what the, f I feel weird. I feel like I remember this somehow. And it's a weird feeling that nobody can figure it out. I can tell you right now, I figured it out. Deja vu is really just visions of the future. That's what it has to be. And let me tell you why. I recently had a specific experience where I was legitimately like going through an Instagram story and I saw somebody's story in three stories in a row of that person. And the first two were like, oh man, I feel like I've experienced this before. Then the third one, the third story was the, so the song playing in the background was a song from Tory Lanez, uh, the Jerry Sprunger song. I think that's what it was. And I heard it, I'm like, and I also felt deja vu for that story. And I'm like, okay, there's no way that, because there's no way, like, because, like, you know, some people say maybe it's your dreams or it's just shit you make up in your mind. Right. Okay. It could be, I could accept that. But not when it comes to this fucking song, because this song was just released like a week ago. So how could it be in my fucking dreams? Like, did I make up the song in my dreams? No, this was... I mean, it could have happened in my sleep, but this was a vision of the future of me seeing this story and then it actually happens and I have deja vu. That's what deja vu is. And, um, you know, you cannot argue with me on this. Nobody can argue. No, I, I don't want to hear no fucking science, but no scientist is just like scientifically that is impossible. Shut the fuck up. You don't even know what deja vu is. You know how long scientists have been trying to figure out what deja vu is and they don't have any fucking clue. Yeah, that's right, because they don't know. So don't tell me that I, you know, if you don't know, you can tell me I don't know either, okay? We're all just trying to figure it out. You're just mad that I figured out that deja vu are visions. You know what I mean? Because they are. Um, <laughs> That was a quick rant, but it's true. Deja vu is visions. I don't know, you know, there's just no, it can't be anything else. I can't feel like I've experienced something that hasn't even, like, I can't experience, like, or, like, imagine in my dreams Something like a song playing if this song hasn't even come out yet. You know what I mean? It's a weird feeling that most people can't describe. Um, but I just did is a vision and um, that's just what it is. Deja Vu's are visions. Uh, that should be the title of this episode. Deja Vu Visions. Or maybe some play on words with a Drake song. Who knows? Um, Alright, moving on to something else. Look, okay. This is going to be... I'm passionate about this topic. And I don't know if this is the right outlet, but it is my fucking outlet. It is my podcast, so fuck it, okay? Look, I want to talk about streaming services because I recently got Disney Plus, and everybody's talking about all the different streaming services that are going to come out, right? Um, and this discourse has been happening for a while, but it kind of stopped. It keeps, like, stopping and coming back and stopping and coming back. But recently, like, I saw two jokes back to back in a span of like five minutes where people, you know, where people are talking about the different, uh, uh, sort, um, 
the different uh, streaming services that are coming up in this in the future, right? Right. There was like, oh, it's Disney Plus, Apple TV Plus, Netflix, HBO Max, uh, Peacock, the NBC Universal streaming service, Showtime, you know, all, all Hulu, all these other streaming services that are coming out. People have been recently complaining. They're thinking like, oh man, all these streaming services, it's all the same shit. Might as well, one day is gonna, you know, how is this different than cable? That's the one joke everybody keeps making. Oh, yeah, and this is gonna keep happening. And one day, everybody's gonna gather all the streaming services and put them all together. And that's gonna be called cable. Isn't it crazy where we're heading? Everybody's making this dumbass prediction. Here's where everybody's fucking wrong about these streaming services and calling them cable. You don't have to get every single service. You don't. You really don't have to get every single service. That's the difference between this and cable. Cable, you have to get a certain amount of uh, uh, channels that you maybe don't even want to have a package. You can't just get one channel or like five channels separately. You really can't. You have to, like the lowest package is like a bunch of channels um, and you may not like certain of them, but they all just come together bundled. The difference between fucking cable and streaming services now, you don't need all 100 streaming services coming out. The whole purpose of streaming services, the whole purpose, the whole purpose of streaming services is for you to fucking choose which one do you want. That's just, that's the whole point of it. So if you only want to get three, if you're fucking broke and you can only get three or two, now you have, it's up to you to choose. You can't have all of them. You know what I mean? That's the whole point. Choices. You got choices. You you budget shit. You know, like for me, like I can't get a hundred streaming services, but I can get a certain, you know, certain amount of streaming services. I can figure out in my budget that I can get HBO Max, uh, Disney Plus, and Netflix, and that's it. I'm good. You know what I mean? That's why there's a hundred of them. You don't have to get every single one of them. You know what I mean? People are adding up, doing lists like, if you add all these streaming services, that makes it $90, you're barely saving. Well, yeah, if you decide to get all of them, you fucking idiot, you don't have to. You can just choose a specific one that you want. It's that simple. I don't understand why people get so... People are so fucking stupid, man. People are, you know, don't get offended by me using this word, but people are retarded. They just are. I'm sorry, but... You don't have to get every single one. I don't know why people don't get this. I don't think people even think about the fact that, oh, they are on a monthly, you know, there are on a monthly subscription service. It's like on a monthly basis. So I don't really have to get every single one. There is no contracts. You can cancel. You can fucking start one and end it before it starts. You can, you know, a free trial for every single one that ended and decide when you want to start which one back up. There's a show on a certain streaming service that you want to watch. You start it for a month. You're done. You can do the same thing with other ones. I don't understand people who are so stupid when it comes to this. Like, you don't have to get every single one just get the ones you you want the ones you really want or the ones you need and you know what this reminds me of this reminds me of the time i think this was past episode or it's been episodes prior where i've talked about the fact that um or episodes coming uh, you know in the future where i've talked about women not you know not prioritizing shit instead wanting every single thing on like let's say the list of things they want out of the guy instead of prioritizing like one two or three things like the top three things and then choosing this is what it reminds me of people are thinking they can just get every single one you can't you can't just choose and the whole point is that you don't have to either just choose the one that you want like who the fuck is gonna get peacock you know what I mean? Who's going to get NBC Universal streaming service? You know, like who, who who's even thinking about like nobody 
Nope, that's not a once. Like, who's gonna get a uh, Shutter? Shutter is a horror streaming service, which is actually pretty good. But if you don't like horror movies, you don't have to get that one. People are listing it on the on the shits. Like, uh, uh, what what are other like stars? They put fucking stars. Showtime. You know, you don't have to get these. You don't. So please stop saying that it's like cable when it's clearly not. You choose the ones that you want. You choose the ones that your budget allows you to get. And that's that. Just do that. And that's it. Please stop fucking talking about this bullshit with um, the fact that you have to get every single one. You don't. I'm sorry, but you don't. So don't compare it to cable because the problem with cable is that you have to get every single one. So please stop saying all that stupid shit about, you know, this is just like cable in a few years. Yeah, if you want to bundle them all. You know, if you want to bundle, then you can bundle, but you don't have to bundle. <laughs> that, should, that should be the title. You don't have to bundle, but that's five words. It can't. All right. Yeah, I'm very passionate about that topic because people are stupid. Everybody's saying the same thing on the internet. They're lacking that fucking, the obvious thing here, which is this is all choice-based. This is all on a monthly basis. These are not contracts that you're stuck with for five years at a time. The prices are not re- the pricing can go up, but you're not you're not like required to pay for it. That's what I yeah. People are very uh, group minded. People see one idea and don't try to break out of that. And you know it reached its breaking point today when I saw people talking about it. It just annoyed the shit about me. Um, uh, I could end the episode there, but um. There's one more thing on my list. <laughs> Let me, uh, and this is going to be a quick one, but, um, you know, people proposing to their significant others and them saying no has got to be the dumbest thing you could do as a couple. Because, you know, you have to be so unaware of what's happening in your relationship or have to be so stupid as to not even slightly approach the topic to your significant other that you would propose to them in a public setting and, you know, and they say no, that's, you know, you see those videos a lot where like guys proposing to the significant others and then they, they're like say no and they run away and everybody's like embarrassed for them. I don't feel embarrassed for them because that's your fault. If you don't propose it, look, that's your fault. If she's as look, no, it's your fault. If she's, it is your fault. Look, as a guy, let's say a guy proposes to a girl and she says no. It is your fault. I would do not feel bad for you. I'm glad that happened to you because it most likely means you didn't even talk about this topic to this girl, to this woman. Like, to, from her perspective, you probably just popped down in one knee and you guys, you, she didn't even know you felt that way and is not ready to go that That's why people talk about it before it happens. You know, couples don't actually propose to each other with them having zero idea. They usually suspect it. I don't know if you know that, but usually the the woman in a relationship knows that it's gonna happen. They just know where. They don't know where. That's to choose her fri- the pr- surprise. The surprise is not. Hey, let me marry you, and you and, the, and and them being surprised that he wants to marry you in the first place. No, the surprise is when it's gonna happen because a rational, sane couple would talk about that before it's actually done it's ridiculous how people don't understand this like whenever i see those videos it's like obviously that guy is stupid because he just didn't um he just didn't want to uh how do i say um he just didn't want to talk about it or just didn't understand how shit works you know you propose even though you probably didn't even mention the possibility Oh, you guys getting married and then you will get shocked when she says no. 
I wonder what happens after the lady says no to them, for to him proposing. I mean, most likely, I don't think they break up. I wouldn't break up. You know, people have said like, yo, if you propose to someone and they say no, you gotta break up with them. You can't see them ever again. I don't think that's true. Because if we're going by the logic that the person uh, didn't approach the topic to the lady in the first place and just surprise them with a, you know, with a proposal, um, you know, I don't think that necessarily means uh, that they don't want to get married. It just means they caught them off guard and they're not about to say yes and feeding to uh, 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 peer pressure because, you know, you're doing it in public. Like, that's just not how shit works it's stupid and just proposing in a public in public uh, space in the first place you have to be sure she's gonna say yes how are you gonna propose to someone you have no idea how they're gonna respond those people are stupid i'm sorry but that's that's just the bottom line of that those people are just dumb um but yeah that's everything for this episode. This was a great episode. I'm sure it's going to look great. I don't know about the audio. Hopefully, after I'm editing it, it doesn't sound horrific. Um, but, yeah, I'm. Uh, this is probably going to be the only time you see this setup ever. <laughs> Unless, you know, I, I do something that I can manage to do this again, at least with the solo episodes. But most likely, it's going to change. So, um, yeah, don't get used to this. It looks pretty. I know I have a beautiful painting right behind me. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, that's just not how it's going to stay. But um, that's if you're watching. If you're listening to this, um, the audio sounds slightly worse. It will get better, I promise. Um, and, yeah, that's another episode of Empty Opinions with Eladio Blanco. Um, the way we end every episode is with a segment I like to call The Ox, where I play my favorite songs I've been listening to recently. Uh, for this episode, I'm going to be playing a song from Jayla Darden of her new EP, one of my favorite up-and-coming R&B artists right now. Uh, and this song is called Sweating Me. So I'm going to play that. Uh, so thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. And I'll catch you guys in the next one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to be singing along, guys. Usually I turn off the mic. For this one, I got to give you the goods. Just keep consistent.
the things you wanna say with me. Working way too hard for you. Break my focus. So if you want it, expect to see you sweating me, sweating me.